Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Way of the Fist. I am Jonathan, your co-host, and joined with me is my amazing and super handsome, freshly haircutted co-host, Michael. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Jonathan? Yeah, you know, uh, Friday after work, I went and I got this. I knew that we were going to be recording, and so I wanted to look look sharp for you i got everything yeah. cleaned up on the side got a little part here got it short yeah, catch, man. all good it's to good go look. It's yeah a good look last time i saw you were looking a little rough man so yeah 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 it's yeah. about time you cleaned up yeah uh, i know i'm just know. kidding i'm just kidding always looking good man yeah everything is going pretty good over here uh just got out of an ice bath before we restart recording tonight so oh yeah that's, been, that's been how good. uh how how is that how is that going for you what, what are you on now uh, I, i'm on I don't even know. I took a little bit of time off while I was traveling, um, you know, because I had a couple weeks where I was in Austin and then I was in Las Vegas and then, you know, I started started back up when I got back and I, I don't even know. I think this is like after that little break, I think I'm on like day nine now or something like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, man, it's awesome just uh, sitting in cold water, but I don't know that... I don't know that I am seeing all of the uh, like the effects and benefits that you know you're supposed to see. I don't know mm. if it's just a cool fad that everybody's doing, um, but I do feel like it kind of gives you a bit of a like mental edge, if you will. Mm. Like it makes you makes you mentally tougher. Like yeah, tougher. I sit in cold. I sit in cold water. I sit in cold water, do, man. So, interestingly enough, uh, yeah. from probably. Sometime in maybe February 2021, for about a year, uh-huh. I took only cold showers. Yeah. Like every day it was cold shower. Like I didn't, I didn't turn the hot water on for, for a year. Yeah. And I actually, at first it was, you know, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, like 30 seconds a minute. I was like, this is absurd. Like why on earth am I doing it? To where at you know, once I got used to it, I was just having the cold water on the whole time. So I'd be in the shower for, you know, 11, 12 minutes or whatever, doing, doing my thing. Um, and, you know, supposedly, you know, there's like weight loss benefits and all of this stuff. It, it helps you, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, I, it, it, I did feel like probably like, oh, I'm a badass because I'm standing in cold water for 10 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah in cold water. <laughs> in cold water. <laughs> but like like you said, I'm not sure if I ever noticed any of the other benefits. And then finally one day I was like, why am I doing this to myself? This is no fun. Like yeah. I am not enjoying this at See, all. And, and that's the thing is like I enjoy a good shower. So that's yeah. why like I'm doing the ice bath rather than <laughs> yeah. like taking the cold shower or yeah, taking yeah. the cold shower. So yeah. Like I want my I want my shower like I, I love a nighttime shower also. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to yep. relax and you know take a hot shower or whatever. So, you know, I'll, I'll do the cold cold uh, ice bath or whatever and get out and I, I feel pretty good after I get out. You know, my skin kind of like tightens up for that yeah. moment and you know, you, you feel pretty good for a little while, but it, it's like a I don't know. It, it's, it's. I feel like in the beginning when I first started doing it, like the endorphin spike and mm. you know that kind of like adrenaline spike, yeah, lasted longer. Now I yeah. get out and I'm just like, well, this is, this is what we've just been doing now. I'm just used to it, you know. <laughs> and you know, it's not like I can add more ice to it to make it more cold. It's just as cold as it's gonna get. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's already freezing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so. well, I, I actually do want to try the bath. Yeah. Um, you know, and because uh, here's a plug out for other podcasts. You know, I, I don't know if you listen to if you've been listening to the Huberman Lab podcast, but like mm-hmm. that guy, you know, in the past year or whatever, I, I will tell you, and it was all because of Josh Simmers that I started yeah. listening to, to this podcast last summer. And he's a so there's two podcasts you're shouting out. All right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh and the Huberman Labs. And I will tell you. Again, he's a doctor at Stanford, right? So okay. there's a lot of egghead talk and a lot of nerdy talk. And I'm just like, I don't care what the, the specific enzyme enzyme is doing, whatever, whatever. Just tell me what I need to do. Right. right. Like, right. like, can I get like the five minute version of this two and a half hour podcast that says, yeah, take these supplements at this time, go outside and do, you know, get your sunlight at this time and do this. Yeah. Or like, I need the, I need the dummy version, like the five right. minute version. Just tell right. me what to do. Like, I trust that, you know, your, your science sounds legit. Like I believe that everything you're telling, just tell me what to do. Just tell um, me how, just tell but, me when. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff on there and I, and I'm pretty sure that he's, I can't remember exactly which episode it was, but he talked about, you know, cold, you know, like, like cold therapy, cold therapy. And like, yeah. actually, when is the best time to do it or when is the best time to take a cold shower and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, you know, supposedly there are benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing it because of GSP, honestly. I mean, yeah. people were doing it before him and, and whatnot, but like, you know, I was watching his Instagram and, and, you know, just seeing him. I mean, he's out in freaking like I don't even understand if that cold affects him at all because he's literally out like shoveling his driveway in like bicycle shorts and nothing else like every day you know like six feet of snow and then he's like oh I'm gonna jump in this cold water too and I'm like dude it's already like some ungodly negative number where you're standing like I'm pretty sure that cold water is warming you back up at this point but exactly but still, GSP, you are the man, and like I have a lot of respect for you, so I'm gonna yeah. try out this cold bath. So yeah, well, I want to yeah. try too. So yeah, yeah. Well, mine came from Shanghai, so man, you just yeah. <laughs> get, get go right on the corner. It. Yeah, you can get it. So. Actually, I should look it up on Taobao before I before I leave. Yeah, you probably it's probably should. a lot cheaper. Yeah, I want the one that uh, Joe Rogan has though, but it's like. I don't know. It's like eight thousand dollars for that one, or something like that. The one that I got was less than a hundred bucks. So, yeah. Well, when yeah. when 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 the way of the fist becomes like Joe Rogan's podcast, and we're making however much money he's making, you okay. can get that one that he's got. Okay. That's that's three podcasts that uh, we shouted. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're at it. <laughs> I wonder how Tuari's doing. Yeah, how is Tuari doing in the Invisible Sensei (laughs) podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. You know, anybody else? Anybody Anybody else? else? Anybody else? Anyways. (laughs) Anybody drinking coffee? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I already finished my coffee this morning. So, all right. Well, so what are we going to talk about today, Jonathan? Our listeners are probably like, these chuckleheads. These guys. Um, So... It's something that we've discussed. Uh, I don't know if we've ever brought it up in our podcast before, but we've definitely discussed it together. And recently, um, somebody that we both know uh, put out an article on Facebook in like 19 different karate groups. And I read it and I sent it to you and kind of sparked a small conversation between the two of us. Uh, Soke ship. Or- <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even see you say uh, right? it without it's, laughing. That's 
I, I, and the podcast is over. <laughs> the, the, the question that was brought up in the article or the, the post rather was, can Westerners assume the role of Asoke? Hmm. First, I think it's important to define what Soke is. So you, your, your Japanese is so much better than mine. Your experience with actual Soke is hmm. far higher than mine. So why don't you take the lead on that one? Well, let's... Hang on. Let me spell it correctly. Okay. It's so, like Snoke. But without yeah, it's like Snoke <laughs> without the Star Wars. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's just go. Let's look at the 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 dictionary, the definition of it. Okay. And it says head of family, originator. Of family. Yep. Right, head of family originator. So this is where See, mine pulls up as groin. S O long O. S O U S O U S O U K E. Like you yeah. said, spell it, spell it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spelling. Yeah. Semantics and spelling are important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, Got it. so, okay. Head of family. So this is where this once again, because it's our, 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 our only frame of reference, right? For the majority of karate people, for example, and we're going to use because this is, you know, uh, we're going to use this in a karate context. Their only experience with Japanese language, Japanese history, Japanese culture is what happens when they walk in the door of the dojo. Right. So everything, all of their knowledge about Japan, Japanese language, etc., is tilted around karate or whatever martial art. Japanese martial art that they're practicing. Okay. And so what happens is because soke is has the word soke has so and let me let me pull up the Chinese characters actually here uh, so that I can the the ke at the end is just family or home or house. Actually it means uh-huh. house or home. And then the the soul part mune actually means like the main point, the essence or uh, like it, it's used in religious words a lot, like so uh, or or shukyo is like religion, right? So it 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 kind of in, in it can mean religious things, but it also means like the main point or the essence, right? So right. when you put those together, it basically just means the, the head of the household or the head of the family. Okay. So it has nothing to do. The word itself has absolutely nothing to do with martial arts, right? And I will say though that uh, so it can be it, it can be used in relation to martial arts. It can be used in relation to um, uh, like other Japanese cultural activities, you know, flower arranging, things like that. But very rarely, it's not used in day to day stuff when you're talking about just an average family. There has right. to be like a system of some kind of knowledge or technique. That is generally being passed down for most usages, like day to day, day to day usage. You're probably not going to be using it very much. Um, okay. It could potentially be used in like a family business 
type situation, even though they would probably, because it's a business, it would probably be like a, a corporation. So they would probably call them Kaicho, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just like chairman, if you will, head of the association or organization. So it, it, in and of itself, the word has nothing to do with martial arts or karate. So one thing, so but it can be used in this case for to pass down martial arts things. Um, le- so this is where can foreigners become a soke? Yeah, sure, you can. If you get married into that, like, there's no son, there's only a daughter. They couldn't find any Japanese people to marry the girl, but they so they picked you, the top foreign student. You get married, you change your last name, you become adopted into the family, you become, you know, Yamada whatever, right? Yamada John, mm-hmm. and you... Uh, carry on the, the, that way. Sure. Well, I mean, it, there's probably like Western equivalents anyway, like as far as like, you know, uh, like the, the role, but without yeah. using the, the word like soke, like, well, like so, why, why do you, why do you need to use that word? Okay. At all? So, well, you, you don't. So first of exactly. all, you don't. And so this right. is where even in Japan, I think it's overplayed. Okay. And, and I'll give you some examples of why I say that. So, if we look at, and, and, and I'll, you know, I come originally from a studio background, right? Yep. yep. So, studio is probably one of the most, one of the most splintered styles in, 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 in Japan. Right. Uh, because... You know, when Mabuni Sensei, he didn't really want to start a style. He didn't want to name a style. And it wasn't until much later that, that he, he actually did create a style. And he had a number of students in Osaka area who, when he passed away, basically just went and did their own things. Right. And went and, and started their own organizations. There was no, like, he had a son, uh, Kene, Mabuni Kene. And then he has a son, Mabuni Kenyu, who is now the third generation Soke of Shitoryu. Interestingly enough, he has always been the third Soke, but he was never a karate teacher. He never ran a dojo. Like, he never did a whole lot. He was a salaryman who, after he retired, went back and started, like, teaching karate now. So, Hmm. like, he's teaching now, and he kind of took over his dad's dojo, but it was never, like... He never had, like, a lot of the political power. He never became big in JKF. He never became one of the big names. But what happened was, for example, all these people splintered off and they, they started their own things, basically. You know, there's Taniha Studio, there what became Hayashiha Studio, right? From actually was a break off from Tani, actually. I think mm-hmm. Motobu or Tani, I can't remember exactly right now. But and uh, Hayashi Sensei became very powerful in JKF, you know, politically, right. things like that. And so. But what happens is, so they, they went and they started all of these organizations and they started, you know, Taniha Shitoryu, Hayashiha Shitoryu, all of these things. And they said, okay, well, now, now I'm a Soke, right? I started this organization and I founded this thing. But if you look at it, there's no real, there's no real technical difference. I mean, if you take right. 
I had yeah, Hayashi Ha, they actually, some of they've tweaked some of their kata. But because things are so standardized, for example, in Japan now, that if you took a Hayashi Ha person and a Stokai person who, you know, Mabuni Kenyu is the third generation Soke, he's technically that, but he's not the chairman. He's not the Kaicho of Stokai, right? So he's not making technical decisions, you know, right. about what Stokai should be doing. But if you took somebody from each of those and you put them in and said, okay, do Basai Dai, it's going to be the mandatory kata. Right. Right. There is no flavor. There's no, it's like, this is what Shitoju does. Right. If you took and you said, you know, do, you know, whatever kata, it's probably going to be almost exactly the same. There's very little technical value or difference. And that's where I think in many cases it, it originated from these separations. Somebody went out, like, let's go back hundreds of years, right? Yagyu uh, Sekshusai, who started Yagyu Shinkage-ryu. Well, there was a Shinkage-ryu before that. Mm -hmm. But Yagyu Sekshusai went and he did his own training and he did all this stuff. And he's like, okay, now it's going to be because I made these changes and I incorporated this or I did that. And I made it my, my I really made it my own thing. Now we're going to call it Yagyu Shinkage-ryu. And mm -hmm. then they ended up being, you know, his son became one of the Kenjutsu instructors for Tokugawa Ieyasu, right? Right. Um, and then there's Yagi Which we covered in a previous podcast, by the way. Right. We, we did talk about that. But yeah. that was where, you know, there was actual, like, technical innovation. And then, so the, then the person becomes, okay, well, so now I'm going to start, like, a system and become the head of that. But the method of doing that that they use in most cases then is Solke. Right. But I want to pull up while while we're doing that, I want to pull up the Takeuchi no Takeuchi Ryu Jujitsu and and see if they use the word uh soke because they're like on the twenty second generation uh soke and you know or, or generation headmaster. And that's the other thing is that a lot of times, because can you imagine like trying to, to cover 22 generations? I mean, that's like 400 years, right? So yeah, that's wild. like families are going to die out. You're not going to have kids. You're not always going to do things. There's, there's war, there's all kinds of things. And you know, you can just say uh, a headmaster, right? You don't have to, you don't have to, to say soke or this or soke that. And so when we get to, Excuse me. When you get to like, can Westerners, can foreigners be soke? I'm like, why? Stroke that ego, man. Yeah. You know, even. I mean, I, that's, that's the only reason I, I even see anything like regarding that. Like, people just want that additional like title. And we talked about Shogo titles and, and things like that in the past, but Westerners really do love to use the titles. Yes. Right, whether it's appropriate or inappropriate, it's just like something that we collectively, as Westerners, we like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, I just pulled this up. They're on the thirteenth, I think, or fourteenth headmaster of Takenuchi Ryu. And interestingly mm -hmm. enough, they all have the, the family name of Takenuchi Ryu, of okay. Takenuchi. So 
it doesn't say. Uh, so actually, let me. Let's see. Anyways, I'm not going to get. I'm not going to go too far into it. But the only way that that, that could happen is if they actually like brought people in uh, as Yoshi as um, uh, adopted sorry Yoshi right. is like mind blank Yoshi is the yeah. adopted son right right and actually and I know somebody and I know a family in 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 the Nagoya area that that's what they did they they started doing you know it's like you know their family ha stood you right but it's like it's nothing uh, spectacular. There's no specific technique that that separates them. There was no real technical innovation, um, right. but the the first generation only had a daughter, so her husband was like one of the students. They got ended up getting married, right? Or one of the students ended up marrying the daughter. Um, changed became you know changed his name, became part of that family. Uh, and then now their son is the third generation, and his son now will, will be the fourth generation when he takes over. So, so would you think that okay, any any karate style in general, if somebody breaks off and whatever and, and creates their own organization, but it's still the same style of karate, mm. if they do technically change things and they do technically add their own like flavor and input and experiences into their organization that they've created, is it appropriate for them to adopt or be called Soke? Like, for example, yeah. Shinjo Sensei, right. the creator of Goju-ryu Shobukan, right? He broke away from uh, Toguchi Sensei, who was Shorekan. And in the beginning, they looked very, very similar, mm. right? Mm. But as Shinjo Sensei continued to like progress Shobukan and, and you know add his own input and flavor to his organization, the two no longer look the same. Right. Right. So well, the, the, we don't call him Soke. You know, right. We, what do you call him? Kaicho. Kancho. Or no, Kaicho? Kaicho or Kancho? He, he, he's Kaicho. Okay. He was Kaicho. Yeah. His son we call Kancho now, but you know, he was Kaicho. So you can. I mean, I think within... So this is where, this is where I think if we're talking about in Japan, I, I think if there's enough technical innovation, I'll, I'll give you an example, a personal example, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, for our, for our listeners out there, you know, and, and if you, if anybody's in RBKD, you know, this is just Michael's thoughts, you know, sharing it. But I think that there could be a legitimate argument for, for example, for Oshiro sensei, to start his own style, if you will. Right. Our, he, he so far has refused to do that, and he's still honoring his sensei, mm-hmm. who, Shimaha Shorinryu, you know, I, I don't know how technically different it was from Matsubayashi Ryu in the beginning, but when they got, when they, you know, first generation Nagamine sensei passed, and second generation took over, and there was a whole, you know, we've talked about it before on the podcast, and there's other things, a whole, that whole generation of, of senior students basically went their separate ways and you know I, I don't know the, the politics of it or, or what, what happened but the result was is that a whole generation essentially of senior students or, or many went their separate ways and started different organizations in different groups right right 
and so that's where that's the 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 chain that, that that we come from but i feel that there's like when i look at the innovation of the things that oshiro sensei has done that you could make the argument for what we do it's separate it's gone far enough from matsubayashi ryu that it is now a separate entity right, right. and you could make up whatever name you know whether you know oshiro ryu or or whatever name he wants to pick up and I think that it could be a legitimate you could make a legitimate argument that that technique wise technical perspective the the philosophy behind it the reasons we do things are separate enough that it could be considered a separate style right right um so yes if there's somebody could they do that if that's the mechanism that they choose yes sure if they wanted to create it like and say that this is our family thing the other so mechanism I think I think well, I think that the article that we were originally referencing, I think that was sort of like well, the, kind but, of the driving factor that he was kind of getting at is that well, there's a lot of, you know, nanadans, hachidans, kyudans, even well, judans now in the West that are now kind of influencing their own teaching and, you know, putting their own flavor into, you know, these main systems or main styles of karate that they are now well, technically different. Well, yes, but let me, let me then go back to the, the second part of, Okay, so ahead. but there are also com- like many other or- organizational structures that you could use even in Japan to where you're not doing that. Right. Where like JKA doesn't say that we're that they're the soke that some that their head of whatever is second generation Funakoshi sensei soke because they're not. Right. right? There's been nobody named Funakoshi in charge of JKA after I think Gigo, right? Right. And whether Gigo was actually in charge or not, I don't know. My JKA history isn't whatever. But then Shotokan's broken off and there's doing all these things. And I know some people have tried to claim like other JKA things, but you know, and like Asai, I think I don't know if he claims Soke. But there are other ways, other mechanisms to where you can create your own, you can call it like Oyama, right? Oyama Mastatsu, Kyokushin. He never yeah. used the word soke. He used right. sosai, I think, which is like founder or something like that, right? I think sosai right. is founder is is the best way to translate it or, or originator or something like that. You yeah, know, uh, I I don't think I don't know that Ueshiba uh, Morihei, right? Aikido. I don't know if he used the word soke of Aikido or not. Maybe he did. Um, sosai. President or Director General. Yeah, right. So that that's what that's what uh, Oyama Sensei used, right? And right. Yep. Things like that. And now, and then they just call like after after him, nobody uses that. They just use like Matsui Kanjo, right? right. Of of Kyokushin, because it's Kyokushin Kaikan, I think, or Kyokushin Kan, or something like that, right? And then there's Shin Kyokushin, and it's splintered like fourteen different ways. Also after Oyama Sensei passed, so. You know there are there are many other mechanisms for ways for starting a system, a martial arts system that has nothing to do with family, and that's the point that where I'm I'm trying to go with. Yes, sure. there yeah. are many foreigners I think whose martial arts knowledge and martial arts skill and potential actual innovation are exceeding some of the things that you see in Japan. That is absolutely a possibility. Yeah, but this yeah. whole soke 
I, okay, let's just put it this way, right? I'm going to go back to, and this is where our, our if we, if you have sensitive ears, you may want to discover ears, but this is a JFS moment. Yeah. Just <laughs> fucking stop. Yeah. Just you fucking stop with the Soulke ship bullshit. Like, like when I saw that article, my first thought was, oh, this person is trying to set themselves up for claiming this because they have however many schools and however many thousands of students. And, and pretty soon, you know, in five minutes, they're going to be like, well, actually, the truth is that I am now a Soulke because, you know, I have this many schools and this many dojos and I have this many students. And, or they're trying to set somebody else up to be able to, like, make it easier, like we're paving the way. This is a psychological thing so that somebody else, you know, we're going to make it easier. And it's just, just fucking stop with the soul K bullshit. Are you Japanese? Are you married into a Japanese family? Can you speak Japanese? If the answer to all of those questions is no, then you should not be a soul K. You can be a founder. You can be director. You can right. be kancho. You can be a kaicho. You can use any other thing because we have an English word for that that is directly associated with how we use it in our language. Right. In America, we don't have, you know, in, in the West, we don't have, so yes, we have patriarchs or we have matriarchs. We have like the head of the family, but we don't consider our families the same way that they do like that, that structure in Japan because it's culturally different. Culturally different. Yeah. I think that's really important to note too, is, is just the cultural differences between yeah. the West and Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I mean, we've talked, like you said, in previous episodes, we've talked about, you know, uh, Shogo titles and the ego and like even the word grandmaster, like the words master, grandmaster and things like that drive me crazy. Yeah. Like sometimes I get, sometimes I even get uncomfortable when people call me sensei, right? right. Like, because I've had like, uh, you know, I teach a program here, right? And, uh, there have been many of my colleagues that, that I have actually taught over time, right. That have come in and maybe, you know, there's somebody now who came and they brought their kids and they were here for several months and then, you know, something, you know, things left and they, they stopped coming to class or whatever. But when I go to work, sometimes they'll be like, Oh, Hey sensei, how's it going? I'm like, no, we're at work. Like we're at work. Don't, you don't have to call me sensei here. You know, here yeah. we are colleagues, right? In fact, you are actually a higher grade. You are a section head. Yeah. And I'm coming to talk to you about this this work related topic. You don't have to call me sensei, right? Like, like that makes me uncomfortable outside of this environment, right? Mm -hmm. it, when you know when we're at work, I don't want you to call me sensei, right? Like, and just like so, like West non Japanese people becoming a soke of a system. Just to me, the only time that I can can see it is if like you are living in Japan uh -huh. and you are there for like 30 years and over that time you become your, you know, that instructor's like head student and you are designated as like the successor and, you know, you know, whether you take the name or not, like I can, I can, I can, I can kind of accept that in that situation, but it's still like, are, are you married into the family? Are you like, did they adopt you as, did he adopt you as a son? Um, you know, you know, here's, here's another question. Cause you know, 
it's like mostly a Honshu thing too, right? It's mostly a mainland thing. It's not so much a like you don't see it on Okinawa. You don't hear Okinawan sensei referred to as soke, right? Like, like at all. Like not not that I can think of. I th- I think I've heard um, uh, Yasushi Matayoshi referred to as soke once before, uh, and that might have been somebody ty- typing it out on Facebook, mm. you know, just like on a thing. He's so, the inheritor. He's you know a family thing, you know. But other than that, like I th- that's the only reference that I can think of of anybody on Okinawa being called Soke. I can't remember in my whether experiences. Yeah, I may. I don't know. I don't know that anybody called. I don't know if Nagamine Sensei was ever referred to as Soke or not. Yeah. Um, but the, there's another word. Just founder. Is it uh, uh. Like, uh, you so, in fact, for a lot of times, like Mabuni sensei of, of, you know, Mabuni Kenwa sensei, mm-hmm. you so is the word, the founder of the style. Yeah. Right. So that's how a lot of times he's referred to as you so. Mm. Um, yeah, it's from my experience also, I, I, I can think of. I mean, like I said, maybe I, I've read, but I don't know if that was Westerners calling uh, Nagamine Sensei Soke or whether right. that was something that, that they used there. But And I don't know why that is. Um, well, it the just, reason it, why I brought that up, though, is because the person who wrote that, you know, that, that post, it, like he, he, his style specifically comes from Okinawa and he like mm. goes to Okinawa yearly yeah. and, you know, and he is like somebody who really promote like, I shouldn't say he promotes Okinawan culture, but like he tries to, I think he tries to like celebrate Okinawan culture. Yeah. But that, but that's not like really part of Okinawan culture is kind right. of my, my, my point. Yeah. And well, see also, I think because how to, how to say this. If we're going to, because I don't want to speak about other aspects of Okinawan culture, um, because my knowledge is not as great. But when we think about it in a karate context, the history of karate in that aspect is, mm, I, I, w- I wouldn't say shallower is not the right word. But, you know, when you look at, okay, so let, let me this back up uh for example takanuchi ryu jujitsu is considered the oldest documented continuing jujitsu style in japan right started in 1532 and it's currently on the 14th headmaster takanuchi toichiro mm. okay so 1532 what karate style can we document going back from 1532 until 2023 can't can't right so when we talk about karate yes it's referenced te or t is referenced in things from several hundred years ago but you know there's no karate style or yuha yeah that is that was not uh originated before 1900 right right Right. so and maybe even 1930 30s, I think, was it the 20 or the 30s, when we actually started to try and apply names to these things. Right. So when we talk about that, and even then, all of them were against styles. 
right? Mabuni Sensei writes in his book. I'm sorry, not Mabuni Sensei. I think it was Funakoshi Sensei. Yeah, Funakoshi said but, he never wanted it to be called, you know, anything. He just wanted it to be, you know, karate, karate or, or, or karate, right? Right. And and uh, but his students, because his nickname you know, was Shoto, was, so they right. they called it Shotokan. The yeah. Hall of Shoto, right, where Shoto right. practiced, right? Yeah. And it was only when, for example, Mabuni Sensei. And I think Miyagi Sensei went to the Butokuden in Kyoto in the, like 1930 something. I can't remember the exact year. That they were like, uh, "What do you call what you do?" Right? Like, oh. Uh, and in fact, when Ma- Mabuni Sensei actually said first, I think half hard style, like Hankold you, like half hard. Um, and then when he got back to Okinawa, or later, then changed it to Shitod you, taking the characters from. Itosu and Higona Sensei, mm. right? And I'm not sure if you know you would probably know better. I'm not sure if Miyagi Sensei settled was the first thing he said was Goju or not. I want to I want to say that he might have said something else at first, and then later said Goju you. Yeah, it, um, my understanding is that a student of his was asked after a demonstration mm. what what do you call this? And that's what he came up with because Miyagi Sensei oftentimes referenced um, the Kempo Haku and mm. Hogo Jutanto. And then, right. so he was like, Go Juryu, what do you think about this? And, you know, Miyagi Sensei was like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, exactly. That, that was a direct quote, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> well, and, and that's where I find interesting that, you know, Mabuni Sensei said half hard style first. Right, right, yeah. Almost, almost the same meaning in some ways as yeah. Gojudu, and then he went back and was like, um, you know, maybe that's too similar, right? So I'm going to take, you know, one character from, you know, my Itosu Sensei's name and one character from Higona Sensei's name. And I'm going to put them together and call it Shitoju. Shitoju, yeah. Right. So you know, back to so can foreigners like, you know, y- yeah, if you've married into the family and you've done whatever. And you're now Japanese, and you're gonna stay there, and your kids are gonna be born in Japan, and then your son or whatever is gonna be the next. Then yeah, you can be a soke. But if it's just like you're in America or you're in Europe somewhere, and you take what you learned and you create your own thing, there is absolutely no need for you to 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 even consider thinking about the word soke. Right. Culturally because, and contextually, it does not make sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, we, we joked a while back, you sent me this thing about the World Soke Ship Council. Which you can, I think you just pay money for and become Soke, right? You just like yeah. send them like 50 bucks or whatever. And it's like, hey, now I'm a Soke. But like, what does that mean? Yeah. One of the true modern day Sokes of martial arts in America, Professor Sanchez's system of Sanjitsu is Guam's first internationally recognized martial arts style. Right? So let's go with a mission statement for... Okay, there are martial arts organizations in the world which cater to just the very elite in martial arts. Hmm. Wah, wah, wah. One such organization was formed in America in 1992, not only as the distinction of being America's first Grand Masters Council, but also one of the largest and most elite in the world. It is called the World Head of Family Soke Ship Council. Whoa. What the... So you have to imagine that somebody is the soke of sokes. 
in it's that like, organization. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, yeah. come on. And so I look at these pictures, right? There's some pictures on here, and I see somebody like in a green dogey, yeah. right? And let's see here. Let's go to membership roster. Let's see here. Grandmaster, 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 Sifu, Shihan, Shihan, Sensei. Well, if you're only a Sensei, clearly you are not high enough to be, you know, Shihan, Shihan, Grandmaster, Shihan. Let's see. Let's get some more. Oh, somebody put in Esquire, international attorney. Oh, wow. That's oh. great. You know, Grandmaster. Oh, somebody's a private investigator. Doctor. Like, professor? Professor. What do you teach? Are you a professor of history? Oh, master. Like, seriously? Get a life. JFS. You know, and that's like, why? Just do your thing, right? But, like, stop trying to claim things and, and whatnot because... First of all, if you're claiming Grandmaster, you're probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Like, and, yeah. I, you know, I remember before, um, before I started doing Gojudu, mm. you know, I, I was in another system. And oftentimes, English words were used rather than, like, the Japanese uh, words. Like, so people oftentimes didn't call us Sensei, but instead Master. And it was one of the most uh, uncomfortable and, you know, borderline infuriating things that would always happen to me. Like I'd travel places, go to teach them at seminars or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, Master CB. And I'm like, just yeah. call me Jonathan. I, I, I don't want you to call me anything. I think, you know, the, just, I think the appropriate word is Mr. Yeah, that's fine with me too. Right. I, you know, but actually, I don't even like being called Mr. If I'm being <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's that. But in a formal setting, like if yeah. if you if if you don't want to use the Japanese word sensei, whatever, yeah, then Mister works great. I am. Yeah. In fact, uh, I think it was at the Taekwondo school that I went to when I where I first started. That's all we called everybody was just you know Mister So and So, Mister So and So, Mister So and So. You know, that's I I think that's a uh, like a Korean style thing in the West, because like when I was in Tongsudo, yeah, that's what we did too. Everybody was, you know, Mr. or Miss their first name, right? Yeah. So Mr. Bill, Miss Marianne, yeah. know, whatever, whatever. So maybe, yeah. but we didn't, I mean, like, cause we didn't, but even then we didn't use the, the word, the Korean word, like sabumnim or whatever. Like we uh, didn't, yeah, we, we did that. We did. Yeah. We, we didn't use any of those words. Um, and so, and, and, and I'm perfectly fine with that. And in fact, there's an argument to be made if you're in America, for example, or an English speaking country or, you know, whatever language that you're in for translating, for, for not using any Japanese words. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to go straight across the board and everything is going to be front kick and front stance or back stance or side block or straight punch, reverse punch, whatever, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Right. And. I have no issues with that at all. Uh, in fact, if 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 the instructor has no like Japanese language ability or or interest or anything like that, because you know I've been I'm like what what do you say? What do you say? Like yeah, what like you are so butchering the the Japanese word that I can't figure out what you want to say, or then where then you start to get into like other accents, right? Mm. Like. What's the Spanish pronunciation of why? 
it's J, right? Yeah. So it's not Heian Yondan, it becomes Heian Jondan or Jokogedi. Yeah. And I'm like, what is a Jokogedi? I don't know what a Jokogedi is. Jokogedi. <laughs> it's supposed to be Yokogedi, right? Like sidekick, right. right? And I'm like, but I don't know what a Jokogedi is. Yeah. I'm and like, that's not a that that's not a Japanese bit. that's not a Japanese thing. Like we have so, that a lot, yeah. Right. So, and, and that's fine. Like, but like either, either say it properly or say it in English or say it in your, 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 your own native language, right. Yeah. Whatever the word for sidekick is, but then, you know, like don't, don't put some other accent pronounce some other languages pronunciation into the Japanese word and make up your own word. Right. That's the whole, I just, my, my favorite is like when you've got like Southern Americans that add their like Southern American accent to their, their Japanese and say things like, Bankai. Yeah, that too. That, that's a, that's another important example. I'm like, yeah. a what? A little, like, I I, and I, I didn't even say it as good as they do because I, yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. you know, soke, all of these things, there's no... If you are not marrying into a Japanese family and carrying on that tradition, there's no reason to be using that word. There are other organizational structures and methods and terminology well, I, and I think the long, like the, the, the real short answer here is disassociate the word soke from any kind of rank or title that you think you need to ascend to because it's not something that you can ascend to. Yes, that's correct. That's right. correct. So like don't strive to be a soke like because you think it's something like it's the next level thing for you. It's not. Well, and not only that is, first of all, if you think that that's something there, then you just need to go train more. Like right. you, yes. you are, you are thinking about things that are way over your head, and yeah. like you are it, totally you, inconsequential to your like martial arts. Yeah. yeah, you are not. You are not at the point to where uh, you you should be considering those things. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's going to be like that's it, right? Just. Yeah. For like long and short, JFS. JFS. Right? Just, just, you know, just don't do it. Disengage. Yeah. Retract all of those statements. <laughs> you know, if your Facebook name is Soke, you know, John Smith or whatever, go change it now. Yes. And, uh, you know, have a keep good training. <laughs> yeah, keep just, training. Just do yeah. more kata. Just do, do just, or, just or, do or kumite or whatever. Or, you know? or kumite, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get whatever. that in there for you. Yeah. I, I knew you would appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, anyways, you got anything else for us? To... Uh, no, just uh, you know, keep training hard. We're uh, like I said, we've got we're, we, Jonathan and I are, are talking about about merch stuff and getting that platform set up and and getting getting some ideas going here. So, but. Uh, it's going to take us just a little bit longer there. So, James, you know, please have patience. James, um, it will be patient. <laughs> it, will be, it will be worth it. It will yeah. be worth it. Um, so, now, Speaking yeah. of all of that, too, man, yeah. six weeks from now, I will be in Japan, and I am so excited. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, see, that's I'm awesome. so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys are going to you're, – it's not just a training trip. You're going to do vacation and stuff, right? You're yeah. We're training for I'm, – I'm going training first. Okay. And then we're going to uh, like vacation afterwards and we're going to you know do a little bit of Kyoto and we're going to ride the train up to Tokyo and yeah. Nice. Spend a few days in Tokyo. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. 
I'm jealous. I've, you know, even though I've, I've been, jealous. You were no, 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 but there, you didn't let me finish. You didn't oh, let me sorry. finish. Right. I was right. just You're there, right. yeah. but it was almost like a business trip, right? Like I got no, I had no extra. It doesn't matter, man. The whole time you were there, I was like, I'm so jealous of this man right now. I'm so jealous. I will <laughs> tell you, I mean, so it was so weird. Like I got off the plane in Tokyo and you know, Tokyo's fine. I'm not a, like, it, it's not my top choice of where I would, I would want to go. Right. But like I got off the plane and it was so it was like this weight almost like lifted off yeah. of me. Like I felt like by the time I got to Okinawa, I was just like, oh, this feels so great. Like just yeah. being back here, uh, there, not being, being back, back here, yeah. being back here, whatever. Right. But yeah, it was so it, I you're going to have a great time because but like I, you know, we had like not just karate related stuff. But we had, um, you know, we had trips planned and, and everything and, you know, vacation trips, going to Kyoto, all of that stuff. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm jealous for you on that aspect. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I am nervous, though, because we are traveling with the toddler. So this yeah. is going to be uh, an interesting experience, but. I, I just can't wait to get back, man. So, yeah. anyways, enough anyways, of that. Anyways, enough yeah. of that. So, uh, well, all right. Don't don't be a soke. Don't don't, don't even think about being a soke. JFS and uh, keep training hard. Yep. We'll see you in the next one. See you on the next one.